to overextend yourself is to invite defeat. G. William Delmhoff. Our biggest enemy is our own self-doubt. We really can achieve extraordinary things in our lives, but we self-sabotage our greatness because of our fear. Robin Shema. Burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long. Michael Cooper. What's up, Shadowware fam? It's your friendly neighborhood Fluffy Ninja here on this lovely, lovely Tuesday afternoon. It's not shining outside. However, it's shining in here because you are here, you're present, and you're willing to do the work. My name is Cyan, and I am your shadow life coach. To give you a background, if you're new to this channel or new to this podcast, I have been in the medical field for six years, but I have been life coaching for about majority of my life. So 16 all the way now, I'm like 31. So I've been doing this for a while and I've seen things, I've felt things, and I have been through a lot of stuff. Now, that doesn't make me any better than anyone else. It just means that the pearls and the nuggets you get from me are for someone that actually did the work and that have pulled out all the, the gifts and things that you're going to need on your on your shadow work journey. Now, if you've never heard of shadow work, it is you versus you type of situation. Growing, elevating to be the best person that you can be, growing to be the best your best authentic self because sometimes when we get stuck in the world that we know we sometimes forget that we're human that our feelings are valid and that we're the most important investment in our lives so when you listen to my podcast when you listen on tiktok we have a tiktok yay <laughs> Um, know that all these nuggets and all these pearls of wisdom I give is to help you, not to hurt you. So to get into our topic for this lovely podcast, it is about overextended and burnout. You are talking to the queen of it. <laughs> Reason being is because I am what you call a Virgo that is a workaholic. Um, I am part of team no sleep on the worst and the good days. And nine times out of 10, sometimes I end up pushing myself a little too far. So let me tell you, this is one of those that you're going to really need to listen hard on this one. And I'm giving you everything that I have. So what we need about overextension and um, burning out. What that means is that you pushed yourself so far to the limit to the either A, you're now on the floor, uh, sobbing, crying, and trying to figure out what's wrong, where's the motivation, where is the payout of why I do this for a living, 
whether it be you're in my career as a life coach, because we have have our moments too. Life coaches need life coaches. Hi, y'all. <laughs> um, or if you're in a high level of stress career that demands your attention 24-7, and then sometimes you don't really have a social life, whatever the case may be, or you're a student, student that feels as if that education is the one thing that'll get them out of this ghost town, or they're already out of the ghost town that they can't grew up in. They're just trying to make sure that the path that they're on and the things that they want align with what they're going to school for and which are very important. I'm not going to tell you like how many people I saw when I went to medical school with me that just did the medicals just for the money because they know that being part of the medical field meant that you're going to be paid. but Little did they know that you actually had to put some work into it or some thought that it was easy. It is not. I worked for GYN for three years and I was one of the main laboratory people. And when I tell you the high level of stress from the doctors when you did not get results in, they were not happy. And if they were not happy, you were not happy or going to have a great day. So trust me, <laughs> it was not one of those days or not one of that situation that has been that. And I have been an assistant manager at a convenience store. So when someone didn't show up, guess who had to fill in the spot? <laughs> so needless to say that that is something that I know all too well about stress. Um, so when it comes down to uh, dealing with overextension and burnt out, let's examine what that is. So when someone says that they're overextended and burnt out, what do you think that is? Is it the fact that you are probably doing too much or do you think it's just, well, maybe I shouldn't have volunteered for this? You will be correct for both of those. Because there are some of us that do more promises and can only probably fulfill maybe half or a quarter of them. Again, story of my life. <laughs> um, I try to, in my own personal life, make time for everybody in my life, like far less, because I have a lot of friends. <laughs> I have a lot, a lot of friends. And some of them need more love than others. Just like I'm not comparing myself to it, the, love, the love of a mother, but I am a godmother of five, uh, officially going to be seven in a couple months. But um, I realized that for every child, I had to realize that they needed a certain amount of love, some certain amount of extension of me that I had to offer in order for me to be able to get the understanding of the child that I was talking to at the moment. Like one child, all I would have to do is just have a conversation and then they would redirect themselves. And that would be the oldest, who is eight, and he'll be nine this year, next year. But then there is the child of the ages that decides that he is going to, or she is going to try thine patience. And that would be the little baby babies, especially when you tell them no. 
It's like a whole dramatic effect. But anywho, just like the mother has to nurture a child uh, to whatever the extent of what that child needs, the same thing goes for the people around you when you have to, when you are like either the main person they talk to or you're the person that gets the situation. So you're going to have to realize that you are just one person. You cannot solve everybody's problems. You're not going to be able to be there for everybody when they go through individual stuff. Because remember, life still lives no matter what you're doing. So if you're so busy invested in someone else's life that you forget about your own, then nine times out of ten, something is going to suffer for it. Something is going to fall back on it. And whether we know it or not, it is also the thing that shows us that maybe this is a little too much. So I know for some people, you can't really help it. Like I have a friend that works two jobs and she goes to school. She doesn't have many people to fall back on. So it's like you can't really... She's like, she can't really actually ask for help. Only thing she could probably ask is for advice to ease to ease the load. But the same thing, the same thing goes for anybody that is only working one job to achieve a goal. You have to make sure that you're actually taking time out for rest, taking time out to actually put into work what you're saying you're going to do in whatever the business that you're going to be in. So I say this only because I have been at that moment to where I had pushed myself so much to I didn't want to move. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to do anything. And it made me feel that was when your inner, that's when my inner critic would come in and say, hey, you know we got to do this. Why are you still in bed? Why are you doing this? And that inner critic is going to come up. But the main key you need to understand is that you have to give yourself grace. You cannot do everything. Just in the quote in the beginning, it says, burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being too, when you try to avoid being human for too long. And that is a very real fact. Sometimes we think we're metahuman and think that nothing can stop us, nothing can break us, but the right thing can. And it can affect every single thing. It's like a poison. Once there's one drop in the water, there's no, there is no wake of where it's going to spread, especially in places that you thought were unexpected. I mean, yes, it is great for you to take accountability. It's great that you know where it's coming from, but what are you going to do about it? What are you going to actually put forth to actually get it done, to reverse this? And I researched some stuff, and I found out that there are five signs to say that you are either burnt burnt out or overextended. So the first one, it says feeling burnt out. 
the obvious feeling is when you just feel like you don't want to get up in the morning and you just don't want to go. That is obvious. Either you've done too much yesterday and you're just tired or you just feel as if that you you just don't want to move. That is basically what I'm going at. You just don't want to. <laughs> Um, the second sign is that not, not having enough energy to do the things for yourself. So that is a good one as well, because sometimes it, it does get that way where you don't want to really do the normal stuff. Um, I had discussed something with a family member of mine, and we talked about the difference of depression Versus a high-functioning depression. He said high-functioning depression is when you have you don't have the energy to do the daily stuff that you want to do. Compared to regular depression, for some people, it's like you just don't want to do anything at all. So there's a lot of people that's walking around hot and high levels, highly level of depression, and they just don't know it. So they try to mask it with, I'm okay. Everything's fine. No worries. It's all right. It's going to work out. No, no. We, we need to talk to someone. We need to speak to someone because this is not kosher. <laughs> it is not kosher. Uh, and I never thought of it that way. He said the main signs of when you know that you're at a level of depression is the moment you stop taking showers and the moment you start cleaning things or the moment where you start to realize that the daily things that you used to do, they start to decline. And it's your job to figure out where that's going to actually happen or um how are you going to solve it is what i'm saying and when i've uh when he mentioned it to me i realized that some days i was like that where it's like no faithfully i took showers let's go ahead and get that out in the air now i cannot I, if i can't stand an average person's le i will not be able to stand my own so that is the one thing I could say that I kept up with mostly. But if it's like, if I'm not able to clean my room or I can clean my room, but my bed is still junky as a mess, I feel like something is wrong or I'm just too lazy to do it. Either way, that's my number one sign when I don't want to clean anything because I'm a cleanaholic. Um, next signs that I know that for me personally, that I, uh, felt like I was burnt out or in that stage of hyper depression was that I felt like I was always on freaking autopilot all the time. Like I just did things off of muscle memory alone and I did, and I was not present. I was present, but I wasn't at the same time. What that means is that you can physically and you can physically be here moving your body and everything but mentally and emotionally you checked out you punched the clock you took an overextended 
overextended break and you have decided to say, screw it all, whatever falls may fall. But you have to catch those moments because sometimes they go from screw it, whatever thing falls and falls and it ends up becoming a habit, a pattern habit rather than you just doing it because you're just tired. That's that's one way. Another sign that uh, was extended was saying running out of resources. Now, this goes out to my people pleasers that cannot say no. I want you to say this with me. The answer is no. Oh, let them know. <laughs> no, no. If you cannot spare it, don't do it. Because the moment you end up being in a tough spot and you ask those people to help you and they don't show up like how you've been showing up for them, you can't get mad because you knew it was coming. Even the people you thought, they will surprise you. It is okay to say no. It is not the end of anything that you have built. And if it is the end, by all means, let it, let it burn. And I, and I say that respectfully, just let it burn. Because if the no behind it has the power to save you, to be able to help you, then let it burn. Hell, add the gasoline. If you want to, kerosene. <laughs> if you wanted to keep burning, like it's, we have to stop thinking that the word no is so toxic. It's not. It is a saving grace. If you don't feel like doing something, just say no. If it is not in you or you don't have the energy and you're going to overextend yourself, just say no. It is not the end of the world. And no, it is not the end of all things. You have to learn how to put your boundaries up and protect your peace. Otherwise, people are going to think that you can get away with any and everything because you are the yes man. You never say no to nothing, but you fall for everything. So I'm going to say this again. Say it with banana in slip back terms. If you've ever seen the boondocks, you know what I mean. The answer is no. Only no, no. <laughs> so, and it's okay if they don't understand it. Which also runs into the one of the cures. But we going we're talking about the signs first. So the next thing it says potentially feeling used or undervalued. Now this is also for the people pleasers. When you overextend yourself to the point where you feel like you've done everything plausibly possible to get them to see that you are worth the value. And this is the ones that are at work. And I'm saying this. If they don't see your value now and you're about near to pass out because you you're trying to play see me. This is literally your fault from this point on. Because your value should never be measured by someone else's opinion. 
or, or what you do for them. This goes for relationships too. In every relationship, the ratio changes. I really don't care what anybody says about that. We keep getting this notion that everything is 50-50. But in actuality, the ratio changes depending on the circumstances. Sometimes it's 50-50. Other times it's 100-100. Other times it could be 80-20, 90-10. It does not matter. The question is, do you have the person with you that's willing to stand the storm with you? That is the whole gist. If they're willing to stand the storm with you during the times where it's not so present, then you have a good one. And feeling like you've been used and feeling like you've been uh, taken advantage of, those are plausible feelings. It is okay for you to feel that way. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't take it out on everybody else. Just don't. Because they didn't do it. You're, you have to take some responsibility. You overpushed yourself. Because you felt like no one else would do it. So you had no choice. Quote, unquote. When actually, you had a choice. You had a full choice of what you did. So if you feel used and undervalued or you feel like people taking advantage of you, you have to think, what were the decisions that you had full control over that you could have changed to change it? That's the number one thing that I feel like sometimes we don't get every Every situation, no matter who or what was involved, you have an active participation in all of it. You can't just blame one person. You all had an active part in it. Like, it's not saying that, oh, it's everybody's fault. No, there's no time. There is no blame game here. It's the fact that you are the person that had the final vote and you fumbled it by doing what they wanted or doing what that you thought was needed to be done. And you're mad because it didn't work out like you wanted it to. You have to face the facts that there is and there always will be. The common denominator is you. And whether you believe it or not, it's exactly what I'm saying. Not trying to hurt your feelings or anything. It's just, it is what it is. So taking responsibility for this part in the burnout and the overextension helps because it gives you a chance to recognize the roots of where this comes from or where this started. So it's like, let's let me give you an example. If you are a person that has consistently been told that you are the man of the house, the woman of the house, um, as a little, and you're only a little kid, and you are responsible for all the little ones, but you never had a chance to live your life because you was always responsible for everybody else. 
even if that meant overextending you, your funds, your personal time, any self-care regimens got cut off because somebody else needed something, you have to think you were the common denominator in every single one of those situations. Now, as a kid, understandable, you had no point in it, but when you turn an adult, all bets are off. Like, there was one thing that my uncle used to tell me about being an adult. He said, you will have to choose who you will serve. Now, in that term, he was talking about religion, but I took to heed what he meant. In every decision and everything in your life, you will have to find out who you are serving and who is being served. And if you consistently be the one that's being served rather than being the, uh, being the priority, putting yourself last and not putting yourself as the top priority, then you will forever feel this way. And then you're going to harbor so much resentment for the people in the situation as well as the people that were involved. And I'm not talking about like just like friends and family. I'm talking about um, when you can't when the days you can't pay your bill on time. What were things that you could have did, but you chose not to? Like I'm I'm not I'm coming at your house right now <laughs> with a baseball bat. Where are some things you could have done that you could not, that you could have done, but you chose not to? The key word in that sentence is chose. It goes back to you being the common denominator in all of it. And then the final one of the sign of overextending yourself is uh, restlessness and fatigue. Now, this one hits home for me personally because um, there was at one point in my medical school journey where we had finals and I was trying to turn an uh, assignment in and I knew that I had two choices. Either A, I could have paced my time a little better and got everything in to take my final, or B, I could have took my final first, or any other options that I could have to solve the problem. But at that time, I was working two jobs, and I was personally trying to provide for myself because if no one ain't going to do it, then I'm going to have to do it. In the end, I end up falling asleep in the middle of the final. I end up failing. And I was so upset and so mad at myself because I was like, how can I be so stupid to do that? This is my opportunity. But I had to fall back on it a little bit and say, it's not my only opportunity. I can always retake the test. I can always ask the professor for uh, extra credit assignment. Maybe I have to retake the class. It is what it is. And I may get a better understanding of it on the second go round. Who knows? 
But at that time, I had to learn how to give myself grace. It was hard because I felt like it was the end of all be all. Especially when I felt like I did not have control over it. Um, the main key is that you have to get your rest. You have to prioritize your self-care out of everything else. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to be 100% there for the people that you want to be there for. So, or be there for yourself the way you should. So you have to look at these things in that way. You have to think about, like we say and said in the last episode, you are your you are your best investment that you'll ever have in a long term. Because you are. Because trust me, if you were, and please excuse my French, if you were to die today, God forbid. Who would you say, do you think the world would stop for you? It wouldn't. Everybody would keep on living. Everybody would keep on doing what they want to do. Everybody will keep on pacing to the things or the goals that never ends. Probably to the next person on the street. You may be just another person that just had bad luck. So you have to start taking care of yourself now. And you have to start prioritizing yourself now. I go to the gym personally every single day except for on Saturdays and maybe Sundays. And Mondays because we're off. Um, Because... I know that besides me, besides me needing me, me needing me, um, I have people that love me, that look out for me. I had a friend call me yesterday. She said, did you drink your water? Did you um, did you eat today? Did you go to sleep today? Because I'm, I'm the queen of team no sleep, remember? Uh, there was one of them that called me. It's like, are you working too hard? Have you taken breaks? I have a support system that holds me accountable. And you're going to have to look at everybody in your circle to make sure that you are in that circle that holds you accountable for everything. And But make sure they do it respectfully, of course. Just... These are a couple of the signs that can that you can tell that you were burnt out and that you just need some time to just check out. And that's okay. If people aren't going to understand you having to check out, then they'll, they'll get over it eventually. And if they don't, it's okay. Where one door closes, another one opens. Translation, if one person decides to chuck the deuces all because you won't do what they want, there's always someone else in line that's better that spirit has for you. That God ordained to be in your life to help you reach the next level. So don't feel bad about that. Be grateful. Honor the time that you were with them and move forward. 
So now let's go to the cures of this podcast, which I know that many are waiting for. One of the cures, which we just discussed, say no more often. If you are tired, again, please say no. If you don't want to, just say no. It is not your responsibility for anybody's feelings but your own. Because then you will have to talk to yourself about why you knew that you was hurting and you still decided decided to go out. Or like you know that you're not a club person, but you still went with your friends knowing you're going to be either bored or this is just not your scene. You could have just said no and then stayed and did a Netflix and chill with yourself. Like it's it's not that it's not that hard to find something else to do, but it seems like it's harder to say no to the things that people want us to do, you know? Like, uh, and I know it's easier said than done, but you have to develop that muscle. That boundary muscle is needed because otherwise you will be everybody's doormat for however long you are their doormat until you can hit that wake up button to know that you're worth more than that. Your time is more valuable. You have to know your self-care is more valuable and just keep it moving. The next one is to communicate your needs. I will say this as a PSA for everyone that don't are that want to tell you, but obviously they have not been able to tell you. So here it is. You have to communicate your needs. No one is a mind reader. If we all had mind reading powers, life would be either much worse or much better depending on the individual it was given to. So if you can talk and you can speak, if you know what you do not like and you don't, and what you do not like and what you do like, speak up. And in a situation like this, when you are burnt out and you don't know how to say it, write it down. Write down everything and give it to the people as your declaration of I'm clocking out today. I will holler at y'all people in insert time period here and they will have to deal with it. It is not. I'm not going to say it's not that hard, but it is. It's not that hard and it's not that easy at the same time. So it's it's an in-between. Because it's either you do, it's either you do communicate your needs or assume people know what your needs are. But remember, assuming is the number one death for sorry, the number one death when it comes to breaking relationships. Because you assume everything is going to work out to how you saw it in your head. Or you assume everything is going to work out in a way where your feelings is the only one that's going to be hurt. Or you don't want to hurt their feelings. News flash. If their feelings are hurt, let them be hurt. Your boundaries cost more than their feelings. Again, not being a butthole. Just stating facts. So 
after you've communicated your needs, the next one says surround yourself with people who get it. Now, the reason I say, like I said earlier, um, I have people to hold me accountable because these are the same people that have done the same thing I have. I have one friend that has children and he works his butt off. I have another one that does that has her own business and she works her butt off so much to the point where sometimes I have to flick her in the forehead to tell her, look, if you don't sit down, I'm going to kick you in your ankle and I'm going to make sure that you see me. (laughs) It is not a threat. I promise. It's just, this is how we communicate. I, I do funny threats to make people laugh. And I also make sure that it is, 100% 100% consensual, but they know me for years. They know I'm this silly. Anywho, like I've done things like that and they know what's what it's like to work so hard to the point where you forget exactly where, where you are when it comes down to working and personal life. Because sometimes the personal life does slip through the cracks and then you have to sit here and go back and rehash some things with relationships and you have to sit here and make sure that you haven't lost anybody or if you have then just honor that that time and just go on with your life it it is what it is but you it's very important for you to have a strong support system that keeps you accountable holds you accountable and is able to let you know that this is not okay. But the final one is self-reflection, which is sometimes the hardest thing to do in shadow work, as well as going into self. Because sometimes we feel like everything is okay and we mask it with, I'm okay, with the words, I am okay. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes that person just needs a hug. Other times they just need a listening ear. Whatever it is, you just have to be able to go within yourself and have that inner conversation. Are we doing okay? Are we okay? Is there something that we have not done that we need to do for self that gets us back centered? What is it that makes us happy? What is it that makes us uh, do better. How how do I grasp or how do I grasp that person who I was before the burnout and get them back into alignment? Like we we have to ask these self questions, otherwise we're not going to be able to help others. Or be 100% there for the people we love. Whether it be small little people that look to us as giants and heroes. Or the adults that look at us and they feel the same pain. You have to do your self-reflections. They will save you a ton of money in therapy. As well as a ton of time trying to accidentally hurt people. 
So when you talk about yourself today or when you look at your whole life as a whole, I want you to dig deep and see where your overextending is. Like, I really want you to do this exercise. Take out a piece of paper, and I'll do it with you. On one side, you put down your initial responsibilities, things that you are personally responsible for. And then on the other side, you put on the things that people have asked you to do. Now, after you've done that, and I mean all of them, even if it's the little or the big stuff, after you've done all that, how long is your list for them? And look at how long your list is for them, just as much as how long your list is for yourself. And that will give you an eye opener. And then once you do that, you strike at the bottom of that list. And you find and you write the question, what is the root of all of this? Sometimes the little thing, it could be just stress. You might be helping your parents, one that's sick, and it seems like they don't get better. So your emotions are now in full throttle and you don't know what you're doing. Or it could be that you're helping a friend through a rough time and you're trying to be not only the rock for them, but you're trying to be the rock for yourself. And you keep it to yourself. It, it's okay to, to be able to talk about these things. It's not hard. It's not hard for us to talk because we do it every day. But when it comes down to matters of the heart, it's like a taboo notion. I don't get it. But it, I mean, it is what it is. People are people are going to do what they want to do. You know. So as we wrap up this uh, shadow corner episode. I hope that you look at, do this exercise. I promise you it'll be one thing for you to help you when it comes down to setting your boundaries and making sure that you make time for yourself and being able to self-reflect on everything that you have done, not only for yourself, but how much you do for others. Because it's something that I had to, to do for myself in order to get to where I am right now. I'm at a place where it's like, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. Or if I don't have energy, I'm just not going to do it. I've mastered the word no when it comes down to that. Because I had to realize that it's either me or them. And if I keep choosing them, then nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be no better for myself when it's my time to actually be with myself. And I know this is like a lot to throw at you, but you got to get in the habit of that, being able to release and being able to say it's okay for us to take a break, to clock out. But when we clock back in to prioritize our time and use our time wisely in order to get the right result that we want. So I hope I've said something or giving you some pearls that you can use for later. As always, this show airs every two weeks. If you are new to the channel, please like and subscribe to the podcast. We also have 
uh, donations. If you would like to donate to the podcast, go to buzzsprout.com slash shadow corner. And there will be a link that where you can support and be a subscriber of the podcast, as well as donating to the podcast through Cash App, which is uh, also Shadow Corner. And we also have our TikToks, which is Shadow Corner Life Coaching. That's the handle, as well as our Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, Shadow Corner, sorry, Shadow Life Coaching. And Facebook, Shadow Corner Fam. So, as always, I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week and that you are conquering mountains just to prepare for the next one. And I will see y'all soon. Bless the faith.